What's up? Welcome to Build Your Tribe. Welcome to this Quick Tip Tuesday. We're sitting together, which is unique, which rare. Is rare. Yeah, usually we do this virtually. If we ever do an episode together, usually we just do solo, though. Yeah, because you're in one state and I'm in another state, and we divide and conquer. Mm-hmm, but we're actually together and. We're actually co-hosting right now. We have to blow through these questions because we want to give them as much information packed in as short amount of time as Mm -hmm. possible. This is going to be a quick emphasis on quick tip Tuesday. (laughs) And it's really focused specifically for those of you who are just getting started, which is a lot of you. So without further ado, let's get to their questions. Let's do it. Number one, how do you decide between an LLC and a DBA and when to make it official? What's a DBA? Doing business as. Oh, I don't really know the answer to this question. Okay, well, I do. I can tell you. So I guess if you're not really sure if you're starting a business, you could use a DBA. And I guess maybe if you just can't even afford a couple hundred dollars to file your LLC, well, then it might make sense to use a DBA. A DBA is simply doing business as. It's when someone can write a check out to you. It's like Shalene Johnson doing business as, and this is a real example in-home personal fitness training. That was the name of my business, which is <laughs> like really a creative. of what I did. Yeah. I know. So bad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the sooner you can file an LLC or with an attorney or your accountant to find out which one is best for you in terms of tax purposes. But the sooner you can do that, the quicker you'll be able to take advantage of write-offs that are afforded to you as a business owner. Next question is, how do you structure your schedule when you're working a job and also trying to build a brand or start a business. Mm-hmm. I think that like you have to keep in mind that everything you're posting online, that's building your brand. That's mm-hmm. building your personal business. And I love thinking about just these little pockets of time, these little chunks of time. And I did a little breakdown recently on Build Your Tribe about how much I spend on Instagram. And y'all know I post a lot. Mm-hmm. I spend 43 minutes a day actively working towards Instagram. 43 minutes a day actively working on Instagram. You mean on it, with the app open? With the app open or creating posts, all of that total, 43 minutes a day. Why 43, not why 45 or one hour? Because I did the math and that's (laughs) what it was. It was 43 minutes. Sure, we can round up to 45, but 43 minutes. So maybe you only want to post once a day instead of 19 times a day like I do. Uh Uh-huh. You don't need to spend 43 minutes. So you can find those chunks of time. Like, you know, I think we have, we psych ourselves out by thinking that you need hours and hours and hours a day. You just need five minutes here and 10 minutes there. And then also, the other thing I want to throw in there, the average person spends 30 minutes per day going to the bathroom. Mm. So even if you only use those 30 minutes a day, you can use those small chunks and windows of time to make a post here and there and share this post here and there. And over time, that will grow. You just said so many things I need to comment on. First of all, the average person spends 30 minutes using the bathroom? Yes. Well, they should use the bathroom. They shouldn't be working on their business while they're going to the bathroom. Why not growth hack it? I don't know about that tip. Okay, not, listen. Not if if you have zero time in your day, that's to fight the people who say, I have zero time in my day. Well, you spend 30 minutes going to the bathroom. You could use that time to be productive. I don't know about that tip, Brock, but I understand your point. I do understand the point you're trying to make here. I just don't want those two things to happen at the same time. (laughs) It just reminds me too much of my dad. Anyways, I would also like to say, and I'm splitting hairs here, but you said you'll just find the time. I think you have to make the time and you have to schedule the time. Absolutely. And also, how efficient are you with your time? So Brock can spend 43 minutes per day working on Instagram because he doesn't get distracted. He literally says, okay, it's Instagram time and goes to it and does his content creation. Same is true for me. Like I have a certain methodology to get in the mode for working. But once I'm working, like don't even try to interrupt me. Like I'm in focus mode. I 
don't eat, I don't listen to music, I have no other distractions, and I literally bury myself in it. And if you don't have a lot of time, then you're going to have to figure out when it happens, and you have to be super-duper focused with your time. Mm -hmm. I certainly worked multiple jobs and was building a business when we first started, and that meant that I had to say no to going to weddings and to baby showers and birthday parties and Mm -hmm. watching my favorite shows on TV and scrolling or doing things that were leisurely, you have to decide, okay, I've got to not just find the time, I'm going to make the time and I'm going to schedule it. Mm -hmm. Also, I would say that you can have success on a lot of different platforms. And so pick a platform that you can produce uh, maybe easily, or you can produce a lot of like, if you just hate recording spoken audio, then don't start a podcast, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you despise short form video, then don't do reels. Like there are options on every platform and there are multiple platforms to choose from. So choose a platform and a kind of content that like really works for you. Whoa, that's really weird. You just answered Mm -hmm. with your add-on the next question I was going to read, which is what is the ideal platform besides Instagram to build my business? But we can still talk about that a little bit more. Yeah, but basically you just said it. You just said, you know, don't just say, oh, I have to be on TikTok. Yeah. If you love just talking and like you said, you don't like being on camera. Yeah. Well, then you should probably do a podcast. Like I asked my sister why she doesn't do a podcast. She said, I would rather die. Like that sounds mm. so painful and so uncomfortable. Podcasting is so fun. I love podcasting. I know. But it's not for everyone. Right. So just pick the one that you're going to actually get into is the one you're going to do the best on. You don't need to be on all of them. Yeah, I agree. Next question. This is, a. I mean, it's kind of a, a big one, I think. What are the best tips for a beginner to start making passive income? Mm. I think do one thing at a time. Don't try to build multiple revenue streams at the same time. Try to find one One form of passive income and find one that you can learn about and that you're interested in and that you can spend actually some time on, like you're kind of fired up about and do that as your first stream of passive income. And we should do a whole podcast on the term passive income because, you know, when you're starting a passive income business. There's nothing passive about it. Yeah. Other than the fact that you're going to do a lot of work that could make you money while you're sleeping, but you're still going to be doing a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you have to build to that point. Like even a snowball rolling down a hill had to have someone initially start it rolling, mm-hmm. right? There has to be some activity at some point. Amelia online says, I want to start a new one-to-one type business without clients right now or credibility. Mm-hmm. I want to say... Amelie, I hope I'm saying your name correctly. The first thing we have to start with your mindset because Mm. you said no credibility and I don't believe that. You're saying that, which means you have imposter syndrome. So take a look at some of the episodes we've done on imposter syndrome in the past. But you do have credibility or you wouldn't be thinking about working with people Mm one-on-one. Now, it might not be the credibility that somebody else has. Someone out there might have more schooling, more experience, et cetera. If you've helped one other person, if you've done this yourself, girl, you've got credibility. Yeah. And then just start posting. Start posting about it. Whatever your social media of of choice is, start sharing your knowledge. Start coming at it from a factual, educated standpoint, a research-based standpoint. Just start sharing your knowledge and, and sharing value with people. And people will start coming to you with questions. And then those questions can lead to conversations, which can lead to clients, which can lead to other clients. It all just starts with you actually posting. I love this question. How do I start to build a clientele? Should I offer virtual calls first or should I build a program and sell it? 
I think that it's easier to get started with coaching, like individual one on one coaching, because then you don't have to build the course, you don't have to make an outline, record the videos, edit the videos, host the videos, sell the videos. Like, there's so much that goes into course building. And I think you'll actually learn so much more as a creator and entrepreneur with doing one on one coaching. So, start with one on one coaching. All you need is a Zoom account. You talk so fast. Yeah. Do you always talk this fast, or is it because it's quick tip? It's quick tip. So you're really trying to go fast? Yeah, trying to answer these fast <laughs> before we get to the next question. But yeah, start with one-on-one coaching and you'll grow a clientele. And then guess what? You'll learn and you'll be able to figure out like what really works, what do people really need to know. And then you can package that in a course. And when you're selling the course, you can be like, hey, I worked with 50 yeah. people on a one-on-one basis. Girl, you do not even understand how much you're going to get out of doing those virtual calls because then you're going to understand the same questions you're going to get over and over and over Mm -hmm. again. You are already so far removed from the beginning steps of whatever it is you want to help people with that you're going to forget some of those very beginner things that people struggle with. And I mean, so they're going to help you by doing those virtual calls. They're going to help you figure out how to structure your course, how to price your course, how deep to go, how far to go, how quick to go, all of those things. When Brock and I first started Insta Club Hub, which is our Instagram coaching program, before we ever did that, Brock, for probably a year and a half or two years, two years, yep. did one-on-one Instagram coaching. He doesn't do it anymore. But even to this day, we will talk about things and we'll say, like, what about this? What about that? And he will refer back to the yeah. experience that he had with those one-on-one clients. It just gave us so much intel to create this incredibly successful membership. Totally. Where would you start if you had no money, no network of people, and it was just you? Well, that's where everyone starts. That's where everyone starts. And you have something because you were able to ask this question, Mm -hmm. which is you have a phone, a smartphone, and you have a social network. That's all you need. There's another question that I saw someone ask, like, what's the minimum investment needed Mm -hmm. to start a digital business? If you're listening to this, you probably already have all that you need. You either have your phone and or you have your computer, that's all you need. Like think about what we said a minute ago. You could start posting, sharing your knowledge, growing your audience and start one-on-one coaching right from your phone. I mean, you you can have the Zoom app on your phone. You don't even need a laptop. Yeah, you literally, all you need today is a phone and an internet connection or Wi-Fi and you have what you need. When you said you have no network of people, But you do. You just haven't engaged them yet. But if you're on Instagram, then you have hundreds of thousands of people who you can have conversations with. So you have to start building it. Where do you start is you start. You Mm -hmm. just start. You start making connections. But you also want to think about, like, what is it I want to help people with? Because if you're going to build your network, you have to have something that's attractive to people. Like, oh, this is useful. I want to follow this person because they are an expert in this, or they post about this, or they seem to know a lot about that, or like you have to help people understand who it is you are and why they should connect with you. Mm-hmm. Thinking of writing an ebook to start my business, what are your thoughts about using an ebook to launch a business? I like the idea of an ebook just because they're pretty easy to create. Mm-hmm. You know, it's pretty low overhead. You just make a Word document and export it as a PDF, mm-hmm. and they're pretty easy to sell, and people mm-hmm. are pretty familiar with. Mm-hmm. ebooks and you can sell them for pretty cheap but there are also cons to that which i'm sure my mom will talk yeah, about. yeah i was just saying that selling anything requires you have an audience that's true so no matter how great your ebook is if you don't have an audience it's going to be tough mm-hmm. so i would say 
the first step is to start building your audience because I see people write ebooks all the time. And it's not if I write it, they will come. It's not true. You've <laughs> yeah. got to build it, and but you've got to build your network. And it's okay to launch your ebook before you have a huge following. An ebook is a great way to get started. But I think you want to think about like what's the next step? Like what does that customer journey look like once they buy that ebook from you? And how robust is it? Is it a huge ebook? Is it a kind of a lead magnet where you're offering it for free and in exchange to get on your? email list or are you offering as a lead magnet, meaning like it's a $7 offer, but in the ebook, you're constantly talking about your $99 program or your $125 an hour coaching calls. Like make sure your ebook leads to something else would be my suggestion. Yeah. That was something you always asked me when I would create courses because I was always quick to whip up a course when I was in college and you would say like, okay, well, where's this leading? Like, is there mm-hmm. a follow-up course? Is there a next level of coaching? Is there a more in-depth program? Is there a monthly membership that's going to come with this? Like, what's the next step in the customer journey? What advice do you have for someone who gets discouraged when they see other people moving faster and you're just getting started and it feels like everyone else is wildly successful? I My honest advice is just look away. Yeah. Stop, stop looking. Unfollow those people. Or if you can't unfollow them, then mute their posts or silence their posts. But you know, all of those cringy things that you hear everyone say, like comparison is the thief of joy. Mm-hmm. That's true. Don't compare yourself. And it's just like, just just don't. Don't compare yourself. Don't look at them. We're all at different stages. We're all in different lanes. You're on chapter three and they're on chapter 17. So we're all writing different novels here. Just try your hardest to not look at them and don't compare yourself to them because that's not going to do you any justice. That's not going to help you in any way. All right, let's take this final question. Where do you and how do you get a mentor when you can't afford to hire someone? Social media. How about podcasting? How about us? Yeah, like I think about that all the time. There's also that famous quote that everyone loves of like, you are the average of your five closest friends. Mm -hmm. You might not have like the most entrepreneurial focus, close-knit circle in your small Mm -hmm. town, but you could spend hours every day listening to these experts for free on podcasts or watching their YouTube videos or you know, consuming their content on social media. And sure, it might not be the exact same as going to get coffee and having a one-on-one coaching call with these people, but it's basically free mentorship. Mm -hmm. Like there are so many hours of free knowledge and mentorship. You could learn everything you ever want to learn on YouTube and via podcast and on social media. I promise. Well, let's talk about that. I mean, you went to Georgetown University, Mm -hmm. one of the most premier business schools in the nation. Then you went to UC Davis. Mm -hmm. And did you learn more about where have you learned the most about business? I mean, did you learn anything that you're using really from college? No. College was a great experience to make connections and to meet people and to have independence. Mm -hmm. But no, everything I've learned and know about business and social media wasn't learned in a textbook or from a professor. It was learned from watching YouTube videos and taking courses and hiring mentors and listening to podcasts. Like that's where real world current knowledge is coming from, at least in this digital entrepreneurship space. Like I'm sure it's different if you're a doctor, but as someone who's a digital entrepreneur, which most of us are, you can learn everything you need online. I'm not trying to sound like my parents who are like, when I was a kid, we used to have to walk five miles. (laughs) But legitimately, I think about the fact that my mentors, when I was your age, Mm -hmm. I had to buy cassette programs So I I would buy, like, for example, Brian Tracy's cassette program on 
like business breakthrough and I would you know, you'd spend like, I don't know, maybe $300 on like eight cassettes and you would just like listen to them over and over again. Now, listen to me, whatever it is you're trying to figure out, type in that phrase on any podcast app and you will find no less than 20 really knowledgeable experts sharing step-by-step how to do that thing. You don't have to pay for a course. You don't, I mean, Ideally, it's nice to do a course because people will teach you how to do the right things in the right order. But if you know the order of things, just Google the next step and there is somebody there teaching step-by-step how to do that thing. Listen, we've got a lot in store for you this week. We're going to come back with another episode on Thursday that's Brett and I going into some more of your questions, a little bit more in depth, a little bit for those of you who are a more advanced stage in your journey as an entrepreneur. So in the meantime, thanks for being here. It is my goal to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun and then be done. Brock, how do you end the podcast? I say, and always, happy networking. This edition of Build Your Tribe was brought to you by Instaclub Hub. What is it? It is a membership. That means you log in and all of your lessons are there, but everything pertains only to Instagram. Full disclosure, we don't teach business funnels. We don't teach sales conversions. We don't teach email marketing. That is Marketing Impact Academy. But if you're like, my social media is at the root cause of why my business isn't growing and I know I need to master Instagram, well, you should check it out because we are giving people amazing results, like insane results, because we really have a great time studying this stuff. So check it out. Go to instaclubhub.com right now and we keep you up to date and current, you will grow your Instagram. I promise you that. If you enjoyed this show, please don't forget to make sure you're subscribed and following along. Build Your Tribe is available on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and most every podcast app. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a five-star review and tell us specifically what you enjoyed. We'd love to know. Build Your Tribe is released every Tuesday and Thursday. For Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, be sure to follow and subscribe to Shalene's other podcast, The Shalene Show. It's about living your best life, improving all areas like mindset, habits, relationships, nutrition, ADHD, fitness, self-care, sleep, and so much more. Links to anything referenced in today's episode, as well as show sponsors and other podcasts, can be found below in our show notes.